Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Ooh, sizzling hot. Welcome to a hot take. I'm your Lodge Master. With me, as always, is Brother Bishke. Hey, how's it going, guys? Brother Lucas in the back. Hot take. Lodge Mistress Millie. Yeah, yeah. And Brother Tim is here. Hey, hey, hey. We don't do these hot takes too often, but we had to do this one tonight because the movie is called The Lodge. And we are the Lodge cast. Why the fuck would we not do a movie called The Lodge? It had to be done. It's begging for it. Yeah. Did any of you guys know anything going into this? Zero. I knew nothing. Zero. We've seen the preview a million times. I never saw the preview. I never saw this preview. That was a long time ago that they trailer. The trailer is very, very terrifying. It sets up a movie that we did not see. Y'all had to have seen the preview because I, only movies I ever see are with y'all. I avoided it. At there. first, I thought it was the turning. I was like, oh, yeah. And then, like, they're they're making her. And then I was like, wait, no, I saw that movie. Yeah, it's already. very turning-esque. We saw this these directors' first film. I think it was their first film. Uh, Good Night, Mommy. Yes. And that was interesting. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, th- those are the same guys, huh? Yeah, yeah. it's like an Aust- Austrian uh, duo, guy-girl duo. Guy-girl duo, okay. Ooh. Interesting. I missed Goodnight Mommy. Goodnight yeah. Mommy was it terrifying. Out. It was like the super, like, bleak, like, long, suspenseful thing with child trauma and fucking family dynamic. Those themes carry over. Before we get into it, let's get a little schnapps action to help us along. I think this might be the first schnapps ever on a hot take, just for the record. It is. From Rotten Tomatoes, a bone-chilling nightmare from the directors of Goodnight Mommy. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> the Lodge follows a family who retreat to their remote winter cabin over the holidays when the father, Richard Armitage, is forced to abruptly depart for work. He leaves his children, Aiden, it's Jaden Martell, and Mia, Leah McHugh, in the care of his new girlfriend, Grace, Riley Keough. Isolated and alone, a blizzard traps them inside the lodge as terrifying events summon specters from Grace's dark <laughs> past. Oh, they, uh, okay. All right. Interesting schnapps, considering what we actually just saw. But right off the bat, the first actress you see in this uh, it took me about five solid yes. minutes. I wasn't yes. convinced it was me her. Too. I was not convinced it was her until I saw her name in the credits, folks. Like, her, that's how fucking serious I am. The her we're talking about is the one, the only, Alicia Silverstone. And, and I, a thankless, ugly, oh. forgettable, <laughs> fire agent kind of role. Oh, Re-examine the, your life. The hot Ask head, yourself the oh, big the hot hard questions. Out. Like, what am I doing and why am I doing it? The hothead's burning tonight. <laughs> but I didn't know it was her until she had her trademark downturned mouth look. Like, it, it was so <laughs> trademark Silverstone. Nobody else can make a face quite like that. I, will, I, I yeah. thought it was her in the beginning, but I, I honestly didn't know. My mind... Because she has not been on screen in a theater... Since the Clinton administration, <laughs> let's wow. like be let's be I real. Mm, I don't know. I just 
She looks a little different. My mind was trying to match her with like a, a CODIS database of faces. And I was I like, take it back. <laughs> I take it back. She did make a movie under the George W. Bush regime. It was the uh, time travel movie with Brendan Fraser. Blast from the past. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. That I was, was it. I was, that was her last theatrical outing. I, I guarantee. I was grafting Elizabeth Shue onto her. And I was like, that doesn't match. That doesn't match. <laughs> Yeah. And then finally it settled on Alicia just and in time for her to blow her brains out. Yeah. Oh got a pretty God. gun in her mouth and bang. My head nice jolted little... back. I mean, I kind of knew it was coming because we... Oh, we so... all knew it was coming. Well, we I knew it was coming. Yeah. It, was right so, it was so telegraphed. We yeah. saw Goodnight Mommy and we knew this guy's like Henneke, like Michael Henneke, and he's, he does these long... Uh, I'm sorry, these this duo of directors do these long takes and you you know something dark's about to happen and they'll have some bursts of violence. And it is a burst. Like she's sitting there drinking wine and then she just quickly reaches but, into her bag. But and it's blows so telegraphed because it's like the previous scene, her her ex-husband's like, I wanna I wanna finalize the divorce. Sure, sure. Cut to her and she goes, Yep. Her straightening like Home and Garden magazines and Country Living magazines and like California Sunset magazines, like in a totally beautiful crate and barrel, like IKEA showroom. Brother Tim, were you shocked? Then she sits down at a table with like a glass of wine in the middle of the day. Is your and name like, Brother is, Tim, is, Lucas. Is looking, Brother Tim, were you shocked when she blew like, her brains great. out? And then she's like leaning I, over, rustling in her purse off screen, and you're just and the, and Lucas the can't stop. And the camera's just can't slowly stop. pushing in, and it's like, oh, and it's a white wall behind her. I wonder how this is gonna end. I did recoil <laughs> briefly. And then I was just let down by the lack of blood on the wall behind her. I was like, come on, you're going to blow your brains out. Let's make this a little more interesting. Yeah, have the brains yeah. f like f splatter against the kids' like family portrait or something. <laughs> well, that's, their smiles. This all sets the table for the kids to travel to the titular lodge with their father and their soon-to-be stepmother. And you know what? I'll go out on a limb and say I was on board for this section of the movie because mm -hmm. it was digging into the awkwardness of divorce, divorce plus trauma, and trying to integrate like a new potential parent into the situation. I thought that was parent. It was their fault that that Alicia Silverstone blew her brains out. Yes, yeah, kids I, blame I was, her. I was on the opposite spectrum where I thought this sets the table for some clunky student feature filmmaking that we are going to uh -oh. be like thrown into uh -oh. for the duration. Ooh, student feature certified. Uh-oh. Because was anybody, that opening did, was so flat. I was on board. How did we know how you feel? Hey, hey, we know how you feel. I was on board. Um, you know, I think these this direct duo knows how to shoot mm -hmm. in like a Henneke manner, and so I was jarring like, compositions that no, don't really work because once you kind of like use them up front in the first half. Then in the back half, they don't work. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, you've been shooting these cockeyed close-up the angles <laughs> from real one. We're so, gonna get to the back so half. your visual grammar is invalid. Lodge yeah, Mistress Millie, what did yeah, you think Millie. about this? You know, I was kind of into it at the beginning in that I was like, okay, it's going to be like this awkward sort of like, you know, new woman coming into the Very family. Awkward. And I was like, and I really thought because they were like obscuring her and obscuring her and obscuring her. Just like Goodnight Mommy. They, yeah. they really get off on obscuring a female character's face for, for as a long, long as possible. For a long time. And I was, was kind of cool. I was interested. And then and then I was like, well, surely there's going to be something when the reveal happens. Like it's going to like, nope. she's going to look like the mom or, you know, something. But no. 
no. Yeah, it was like kind of did look like Alicia Silverstone, just the <laughs> younger, yeah. younger, thinner yeah. version, which I didn't know if that it was like accidental. Drew Barrymore or... Oh, maybe it's on purpose. Yeah. It was definitely Drew Barrymore merged with Alicia Silverstone. So they get to the lodge. It's snowing. The dad has some cockamamie reason that he has to leave them for a few days, which very cockamamie. Like turn vague reasons. Turn that up because that's one of your major. <laughs> points of the movie is that the dad is gone and what what was his job he wrote a book she was a subject of said book but we don't know what the the kids do some internet sleuthing and they realize that their stepmother to be was the only survivor of a religious cult that committed mass suicide which is heaven's gate yeah, all shot. a complete shot, like heaven's gate. Yeah, yeah. Like, with, with the purple diamond sheets. I, I was and the shoe shots and, and the other yeah, Nike Sue. My head got <laughs> my head got a little hot during that because I love I love all sorts of cult trivia, cult ephemera, and they just straight up yeah. ripped it, plagiarized it. They yeah. Pla- if you can plagiarize a death ritual, it's brutal, man. This is twenty twenty times. And I didn't really, I wasn't really impressed with the cult leader. Like he was just kind of stock, you know, her, the, the guy that they see he video was of. Just Jay, he was Jake Busey 101. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't <laughs> creepy enough, really. He wasn't he, creepy enough, but I was, re- I was ready to let that slide because I was, I was enough into it at this point. So they go to the lodge, the dad. The, the dad, mother lodge. The dad fucking leaves and the kids are stuck there with the mom. Well, hold up, hold up, y'all. You guys are going a little too fast. The mom to be. We're forgetting a big character I, I, in this movie. I, I would have walked out of this movie 30 minutes in because typically I like things to happen in my movies. <laughs> no, 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 wait, wait, wait. So 30 minutes in, right? Because I, I clocked it and poor I'm Tim sure was sitting next did. to me and I'm I was sure like, man, Tim must be hating me because I'm just like, I can't stop. Tim with their deep sighs but, coming but thir- out of the but boy. But 30 There's minutes. A couple. But 30 minutes in. I look at my watch and go, nothing has happened because the suicide at the cold open doesn't count. I'm like, nothing has happened. <laughs> and then as soon as, and then as soon as I say that to myself, oh no, someone falls through the ice, oh. and I'm like, oh, finally something's happening. And then two minutes later, oh wait, nope, false alarm. Nope, nope, he's leaving her. He's leaving. He's going. He's going out of town. He's leaving him at the lodge. Okay, got yeah. it. So, like I said, he leaves, and they just kind of have this Cold War standoff. Yeah, where which the- takes way too long. Which it takes another 30 time. minutes. It takes another 30 minutes because yeah. I clocked it again. So then it is almost exactly an hour into the runtime. It's 56 minutes. And, and yet, when something finally does happen for real this yeah. time, this mm-hmm. something finally happens. And yet I was still with it. Was anybody in the car? Oh my God. I would have no. been so gone. See, I, I would have been so gone on my way home if I was alone. I was so bored. I, that was the section that kind of lost me. They should have started because eventually they. It takes them an hour for her to wake up and all their stuff is all gone. Right, Lucas. Yeah. Settle down. Fucking hour. It's okay. Well, that turn should have happened 30 minutes, 30 minutes earlier. Thank right? you. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Thank mm-hmm. you. But I was still with it. I was ready for a slow burn. Get the fuck out of here. Just <laughs> chilling in a cabin. I was with it. Fuck off. You do See, love I was, a cabin. I was, I was enjoying like the tension of like the hatred for new mommy and being go. like, well, to what extent are they going to go to? Exactly. And then when it reveals that she's taking these psychotic pills to like keep her shit at bay, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, now we have to question what's real yeah. for her and what's really happening for everyone else in the cabin. Yeah. And I was kind of invested in that tension. But then it was so boring. It's like the dog's never left his bed the entire movie, the just staring left. down, There's nothing cut, happening. Cut away of the virgin mother painting, looking yeah, at with her with no funny. significance. The dog's name is Grady. Is that a shining? 
throwback? Wasn't there a yeah. Grady in there? This movie has some influences. They're watching <laughs> The Thing for a good five minutes. Okay, <laughs> that was the only time the movie was interesting. I gotta I was, summon I was, the salad dragon. I gotta summon him. A scene in a movie that is so bizarre, baffling, or transcendent that it instantly justifies the price of admission. Or Reese Witherspoon's leafy transformation in A Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> okay, they watch the thing. They're just kind of sitting like around. The best part of it. Like two of the best parts. Watching the it. thing. I heard, the, I mean, this was a discount Tuesday, by the way. Discount night. People came to play. <laughs> and behind us, while, while they were watching the thing in the movie, the 1982 version, the, the dude behind me was like, this is the best part of the movie by far. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the lodge. And the stepmom is a little disturbed by this because there's some body horror going down. And... She's like, you guys want to watch something else? And by God, they turn on Jack Frost. Not the horror movie Jack Frost. Jack Frost, the PG Michael Keaton 1998 family film. For a dad, he's the coolest. Where his spirit is put into a snowman. It effectively ended Michael Keaton's career theatrically. He didn't work again for like 20 years. I watched that movie in the theater, and then I rented it and showed as many people as I could to just say, Look at what the fuck Michael Keaton's doing right now. Yeah, that's how you know these directors have some taste. He passed on Batman Jack- forever, but took Jack Frost. It was amazing <laughs> that that showed up. I My spirits soared. And then that's when the movie hit a brick wall for me. That's when I was done. When that the movie, the Jack Frost movie that they're watching starts to glitch out, as it was glitching out, so went my bone count. Because at that point, they bring out this gas heater. Oh. Yes. And the stepmother-to-be is like, that, that smells weird. Is that okay that we have that indoors? No, and but Steve, no, before that, the she she goes to the kid and she's like, hey, something's wrong between us. We got to talk. And he's like, hormones. And she's like, there's nothing wrong. And he's like, nope, everything's fine. And the very next scene, he hands her some hot chocolate and he's like, here, I made this for you. I she's thought like, he like jizzed in oh, it. Oh, I thought he jizzed in it too. Because and he's watching her come out of the shower naked and she sees him. Like they didn't, oh my God, they needed to go so much further in so many of these directions that they, yeah. that they mm. set up. But after the gas heater situation, there's a lot of strange dreams, like what is real, what is dreams already. I well, mean, come I on. thought they were going supernatural and I was like, uh, no, this is dumb. They're going supernatural and then. But then there's a twist. They wake up and every all of their stuff is gone. And so the kid, yeah, the kids are up to some fuckery trying to mess with her. And at first I had to question it. I was like, all right, does this house have some fucking powers or some shit? Because nope. they keep showing this dollhouse version of the house. Like that's one of the main motifs of this. And so you're like, that's got to figure in somehow. It doesn't really. No. <laughs> no. And like, if I if I was the filmmakers, I would have been like, oh, I think Ari Aster beat us to this imagery. Yes, right. Maybe we don't try to imitate Her it because everyone's just gonna think, oh, this is like Ari Total Aster copy. light. But yeah. but they wake up after the gas heater scenario, and it's to be understood that they all died from the gas heater, and they are now in purgatory in this lodge. Did you guys think that ever? I didn't know what to think because I checked out so fucking hard yeah. at this point i think it's really like when somebody tries to explain a dream they had to you 
no matter how outlandish it is, if you didn't have that dream, you're so fucking bored. When a movie is so far up its own ass like this, where you don't know what's real or, or, or what's fake or what's a dream for an extended period of time. I mean, I'm looking at the ceiling. Yeah. I, I hope I wish they would have shown that the kids were messing with her earlier just to sort of prepare for Cause if they show the kids are messing with her and then she goes into a psychotic mode and, and they can't control her, that's the movie. That's right great. There. That's mm-hmm. called point of view, Bishki, and most yeah. filmmakers have one. Yeah, but and- instead they let her wa- literally wander the earth. Oh, they, they, there no, they there are no rules. They don't know what rules are. They break the rules. They don't follow them. When like she- when they reveal the actual, like, oh, the kids are fucking with her. It's like, of course they are, and it's anticlimactic. And then, like, yeah. they show the dad all of a sudden, and it's like, who cares? Like, you don't, you know, nothing about tension or building suspense. And or you like want anything. the, like, you want the crazy what a cult, fucking mess. You want the crazy cult mom to be attacking the kids for a longer period yes. because mm-hmm. you need a villain in this movie. Like, the, for so much of the movie, she's it's just never like, threatening. It's she's just, just like, drag assing around. They're, she's they're really all, slow. they're all drag assing around. <laughs> Brother Tim, were you on the edge of your seat during this? No, section? I kept trying to find a comfortable place in the back <laughs> part of my seat and shifting my feet around because they were going numb. Oh, uh, oh. yeah, no, I the amount of tension building like it flew the coop a long time ago, and I was more worried about the fucking dog left out in the cold yeah. than any of these characters. Oh. Um, during, and, but dur- I kept thinking that there was gonna be a twist to this movie yeah. that would like hold its weight in blood. And like that twist just never came. Every time they revealed something, I was like, eh. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. It's during this purgatory section, especially when she's wandering out, out in the snow, that <sighs> you start hearing the discount crowd turn yes. on. Yes. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. They start going, well, when, when she swoops around and do, does her, you know, circle, one, circle and, it, and <laughs> the camera pans back over and everybody knows what's coming. And there it is, the lodge. Everyone in the audience went, oh. We thought, we thought she was making it some. It was like an audible groan. Yeah, we're back at the lodge. We thought she was making, making her way towards the town nearby, but she just went in a big circle. And so. We try to keep it uh, professional while we're watching these movies. You know, sometimes Lucas will have to gasp or leave or <laughs> yell or do whatever he has to do. But we try <laughs> we try to keep it. We try to not tip our hand. But at that point, and I tend to do this with my goodly wife sometimes, I reached over and I jacked off an invisible dick right in front of her. <laughs> and she nodded solemnly and she knew exactly what i meant because this movie's jacking around like what are you doing i know you know what's interesting is it was it was 30 minutes in when (laughs) when she like fell through the ice but like it was okay they got her to safety when i realized that it was on me i was like wait a second i went into this thinking it was a horror movie just from my vague recollection of the title but i can't remember the trailer but I know nothing about it. And neon, like I know the distributors are not, like, not, not strong. But then I realized, wait a second, this could be a drama. And I'm looking at this wrong, right? I'm like mm. waiting for shit to happen. But then I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure this is like the tropes and setups and like archetypes of horror. It's marketed so, as a horror. So it's movie. supposed to be horror. So no, no, I I'm not wrong. Like I'm supposed to be feeling like dread or suspense or or something. And like tonally, this has none of that. Like nothing. But like, the audience was, was ready for it. But when you fuck with a discount crowd and you build something up that you don't put a cherry on top of, ooh, 
God help yeah. you. God help. You should repent. You need to <laughs> repent. I mean, yeah. we, we got to witness a an in-person forward review at the end of the movie. Oh, oh my man. God. Yes, so we did. Took the booze right Waste out of my mouth. Waste of a Tuesday. Waste of a Tuesday. That's what was yeah. exclaimed when the screen went to black <laughs> and the credits began. And that means Tuesday discount night, because yeah. that's the only night of the week they're coming out with these prices. Waste yeah. of a Tuesday. You wasted their one shot to promote your movie. They would have gone to work, school, church, tomorrow and the sad thing is it's like this is a rather independent film it's an amc artisan release and we want to support this kind of stuff yeah. and make sure that weird stuff keeps trickling into the amc but ooh, you can't you can't abuse us like this folks like you can't do that these people were ready for a good scary time question why did you not end it like why did we need to end at that dinner scene like, couldn't you just end it outside? You could have ended it anywhere. Yes. Yeah. Like, it got to the but point. the rhythm was so weird. It got to the point where every time it slowly zoomed in on something, I'm like, you may as well end it. Like, I started getting that turning sort of feeling, like we're yeah. about to be royally fucked with. And I wasn't disappointed. Like, <laughs> it, it, it fucks you at the end. It's yeah. like. It doesn't give you anything that you think you even remotely want. And then you're just left to stew in your own Tuesday juices. <laughs> yeah, they do kill the dad just just for ultimate spoilers. Uh, the Rilo Kio um, stepmom kills the dad. And then the, the little girl has to mourn all over again after she saw her or after she found out her mom real mom died a lot of grief and in that this. that little girl she looked like jake lloyd to me uh, <laughs> <laughs> but she could cry like no other she and, and God, it was, it i was, felt so bad for her yeah. i felt really bad what did like those fucking directors her, say to her, yeah, her what best, do her parents her best say your mommy's never coming back now action she's never coming oh back God. action but the best crying was when she was crying in that room over her mother yes, yes. that was some good crying I no thought. that was very she's good like, and disturbing mommy can't get into heaven mommy can't get now, into heaven now i just want you to imagine Imagine that it's your mommy who killed herself and you're never going to get in heaven so you're okay now roll camera <laughs> it was like it, that was real man that it was, was real. some real yeah. tears it was real it felt grief. real and they and they like let it roll like yeah. it's not just like a quick cut to give us a, a flavor they like make us fucking eat like half a bowl of it they make us eat the grief and book of henry kid that kid i don't know i don't know what what read i have on him he always kind of looks like <laughs> He's just kind of pissed off all the time. Yeah. And they needed to dig more into his voyeuristic tendencies. Like, yeah, come yeah. on. Mm -hmm. And he was the alt-right kid in Knives Out that didn't really even didn't have a line. Anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's there. Like, use he's his creepiness. Been in a lot. Yeah. He is kind of creepy. Fuck. Let's go to them bones. <laughs> uh, Brother Tim. Just set the stage for us here. Uh, well, I was intrigued by the trailer because it, it go back and watch the trailer. It says it, this is a terrifying movie. <laughs> the way that the way that it's cut, it's like, wow, you get to this fucking lodge and it is a fucking nightmare up in there. <laughs> and I liked Goodnight Mommy. So I came in with high spirits, hoping I was going to get a movie that I did not get. Yeah. <sighs> One bone. Waste of Whoa. a Tuesday. One bone. All right, Tim set the table. Brother Bishke? Well, uh, I like my horror art house. Yeah. I do. I 
typical run-of-the-mill spooks and things I just don't get into. So they don't do it for when you. this movie started out and it was art house horror, I mean, I, I knew the Burbank crowd might turn on it, but I was like, mm, this could go places that I like it to go. You thought you were better than them. Uh, I, I was feeling elite. And <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, yeah, and then it just and then just the middle section was what really hurt oh, for me because because they they're just kind of kicking around the house and and <laughs> what did you guys say drag acid drag acid they're totally just drag ass <laughs> and ass he, over tea kettle and they the, these filmmakers have elements I mean they have the cult thing like let's bring that in uh-huh. let's bring some Christian elements in I don't I don't think they had that down too well but no. um, it was so bland it was yeah. like the yeah. blandest yeah. shit ever yeah. at least Evans Gate had a comment it made sense like we have to get on the comment like of course yeah and repent was written in steam on the mirror. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> and they had duct tape over their mouth. I had sin written over it. Like, pretty uh, don't forget like, the painting that we saw 20 cover. fucking times that paid off for nothing. But I like Riley Keough. I liked... Um, she has goodwill built up from under the sea. I like the, love Riley Keough. I like the way these guys shoot. Like, Hennig- the Henneke of horror. I like the way... I like the way that they're shooting this this film, which carries a lot for me. So I'm probably I'm probably gonna be higher than most, mm. but uh, I'll give it two bones. There you go. Yeah, two bones. Oh, brother Lucas, lay waste. I wish I could be as generous as uh, brother Bishke here. I love the love and light coming from him. Um, <laughs> I remember Goodnight Mommy coming out, and I saw the trailer for that, and I remember thinking at the time, "Oh, this looks interesting. This, this like looks like a woman." Mm-hmm recovering from some kind of cosmetic surgery and her kids aren't, aren't quite sure if the surgery affected her brain and maybe she might try to kill them in their sleep. That was the vibe I got from the trailer. Now, whether or not that's the movie they made, I will never, ever know because after tonight's movie, I will never, ever watch another one of their movies for as long as I live. Boy, wow. um, I knew from the opening shot that this was going to be bad. What Uh-oh. was the opening shot? Exactly, exactly. Oh, God, he's uh, pulling one was, of those again. It was a completely... Fu- <laughs> no, no, it was a Richard Jewell, completely fucking random interior of, of, the, of Alicia yes. Silverstone's house where she's going to kill herself that, again, I think only comes back one other time at the end of the movie when the dad is, like, getting shit from the house and then he sees, like, the diorama the that kind of yes. spells out, like, what his children were planning on doing, like, how they were going to make her go crazy with, like, the Barbie Weird. dolls, like, telling the story that we just saw. Um, but, no, from those opening shots, they were they were arbitrary, random. There were, like, weird dissolves in between the rooms, and I'm thinking... This is your opening, like this well, is, were, and then, and then it cuts to, to set up the no, rooms it, of the lodge, and then it cuts to like Alicia Silverstone, uh, who, or a woman that looks like Alicia Silverstone, <laughs> like putting on lip gloss, and then it says like that's the, when I knew it then was it, her. Then it says the, the lodge, lips. like the title is over, but there's no other credits, so it's like, wait, was that Alicia Silverstone? And then like the whole first act, I'm like not sure, but I would have walked out of this like 30 minutes in because, like I said, like I'm giving you my valuable time, your Tuesday to just, time, to just get my attention. Keep my attention and reward my attention because, mm. like, that's what you do, you know. Like, and then, and, and like, I think of that great line from uh, Walk the Line that came from uh, Gil Dennis, not James Mangold, although they're both co credited as co writers. But it's like, <laughs> if you were dying out in that street and you could only play one song, one song, what would that song be? And I look at this movie and I'm thinking, like, this is your song? Like, this is the fucking movie you're mm. going to make? And I guess it's, like, from Hammer Films, from the Hammer Library. What's so, he about to do, Bishy? So it's, like, IP it that is somehow usable. 
Ooh, interesting. But this movie's a woof, man. Oh, oh. Ugly, ugly, boring, flat as a oh. pancake. Fucking go fuck yourself. I would have booed it. I honest to God would have booed had that guy not said, what a waste of a Tuesday. Because I was like, I'm not going to try to like ride his coattails. But I was like, yes, sir, you are 100% correct. I think these early year films are uh, making Lucas a, a dull boy. All the Dude, Underwater was three and a half bones. Like, that's already on my Amazon wish list to own. On Blu-ray, uh, Lodge Mistress. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I didn't hate it as much as Lucas did, but I would say, you know, were there only five people in the movie? Were there even any other folks? There was a funeral scene where they release a bunch of black balloons. Oh, that's through, right. Through there was this, the funeral scene. That through, was cool. Through was this cool. hole in a gazebo. And I was watching the guy on the left, and I knew they only had one shot at it. <laughs> and the guy on the left released his balloons, and his was the only one that didn't go up through the hole. Aww. And you could see him freaking out because he's like, oh, fuck, mine's the only one that didn't go. Uh, uh, uh. And then they cut away from him. And then when they cut back, you could see his little balloon stuck up in the Oh, <laughs> the babe. See, that's a good detail. That is a great detail. I, I want to follow that guy through a movie. But that was a cool <laughs> sequence. I liked when the balloons were going up, and I liked seeing that whole crew with their black balloons. I was on board through Jack Frost. Um, Yeah. No, I mean, I always <laughs> find it to be interesting when you do a film with, like, a really small cast. And I thought that there were, you know, there were opportunities here and and it was a it's always an interesting setup to me. It's like the new woman in the family, and then it's like the mother killed herself because he was getting remarried. Like there was opportunity there, and it was just not seized. But you know, I mean, there were some good shots. I thought that you know there were some interesting elements. I thought it really fell apart once they went to the snow cabin. But <laughs> other than that, I will just say. 1.5 bones. 1.5 That's low for bones. me. That's very low for the Lodge Mistress. You usually give 2.5 at least. Yeah. Well, yeah, I gave it so much time and I gave it so many opportunities and I overlooked so many things, but I should have seen the signs when they ripped off wholeheartedly the Heaven's Gate fault. Really upsetting for me. Like, at least change the color of the shrouds mm -hmm. that were put over the bodies. <laughs> oh, and now knowing where the movie went and I circle back around and I look at that, it just it just burns me even more. That said, fuck. I just, I gotta throw it one bone. I gotta throw it one bone. Because no matter how much goodwill that it engendered within me for the early going. Can I do a live rewrite? You can. Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! I was just sitting here, like, listening to everyone, yeah, give their bones and... <laughs> Because I only give a wolf when, like, the, the concept's not usable, right? Where it's just like, that's not a good concept. Like, this concept we just saw tonight, like, I wouldn't make this a movie. But then I'm thinking, well, like, how would I turn it into at least one bone? Yes. And, and again, it goes back to what Bishki was saying with point of view. It would be a better movie if it was told from the dad's point of view. Let's say instead of Richard Armitage, it's actually, like, an actor we care about. Like, a good actor who's charming and, like, a good guy <laughs> and, like... You know, and and you Paul set, Rudd. And yeah, thank you. You set it up. <laughs> maybe not that good. Okay, it's a little too good. But basically, you set it up so the dad is the lead. He's our hero, and and yeah, for whatever reason, we open with with he and his wife getting divorced. The wife kills herself off screen. Could still be Alicia Silverstone, but like, you know, and then he cut to six months later, a year later, however long later, but like long enough so that when he's dating someone new, we don't lose sympathy for him, right? Sure. 
So then they all go up to the cabin. The lodge. The lodge. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Uh, even though it was more like a cabin, but whatever. Yeah. Um, a chalet. But long story short. Too late. The kids have their suspicions about the the new stepmom. And the stepmom is a little overly religious and weird and blah, 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 blah. And then the midpoint, right? So at, at, at like the 60-minute mark, you've had like a bunch of weird shit happening up until that point. But then like the dad finds out himself mm. that is that is that his wife or his fiance survived this cult or whatever. He hasn't like, already literally written the book. Correct, correct. Like mm. he 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 discovers it during the blizzard or whatever, and then, and then is trying to kind of get his family to safety while she's slowly going more and more crazy and gonna try and kill all of them and I whatever. Mean, it makes yeah, more like if, sense. Like if she would have ran out of her medication. And she would have been slipping down into some weird thing where every night they go to sleep wondering if they're all going to oh, wake up. Yeah, you know what would know? be cool? Like, is if she was hiding the medication like she was, but when she falls into the lake, she loses it or whatever. Yeah. And like that's, yeah. that's the one thing and they then don't realize. they're stuck in the lodge with someone losing their mind that's yes. dipping back in her dark, weird right. past. Mm-hmm. And right. now they're all in danger. Right, because you yeah. still have the same movie, right? Because the what's the movie about? The movie's about this girl who's got trauma, who's got demons, and blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, we're still making that same movie, except we're just making it more entertaining and engaging. Fixed it. <laughs> but for this movie that we saw, I give it one bone. But Lucas, bravo. Bravo, sir. You're still batting a thousand for me. Your live rewrites are some of the ambrosia of the gods. <laughs> Thank you. Come to Earth. All right. Well, we survived the lodge. I don't think it was a waste of a Tuesday because we're all here together. Yeah. I think yeah. I think it was very hot. It was very hot. <laughs> yeah. Very hot take. Yeah, it was and, a scalding um, hot take. Lodge Mistress Millie, Brother Tim, thank you for joining us on this sojourn to the lodge. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Keep it sizzling out there. Good night, Lodge Casters. And Love and light. Good night, Lodge. Oh.